You are Locked On Jets, your daily New York Jets podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the Locked On Jets podcast for Friday, August 27th, 2021. I'm your host, John B. from GangGreenNation.com. Today, our episode is brought to you by the Locked On NFL Preview. The NFL season is about to begin, and nobody covers it like the Locked On Podcast Network. August 30th through September 8th, Locked On's Ultimate Season Preview is taking you through every team and every division with the help of Odyssey's Ross Tucker and Jason Lockenfora. Follow the Ultimate Season Preview 2021 feed on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts to tune in beginning August 30th. And when you get to the AFC East segment of the Locked On Season Preview, you may hear a familiar voice or two. I'll be joining my friends Mike DeBate of Locked On Patriots, Joe Marino of Locked On Bills, and Kyle Krabs of Locked On Dolphins. Always have fun when I get together with my fellow Locked On AFC East hosts. So I hope you'll tune in for that one in particular. If you enjoy this show, subscribe to it where podcasts are found. If you do that, we'll deliver new episodes to your device each day as they're posted. This is a daily podcast covering the New York Jets. If you're new to our show, welcome. We have new episodes each day, Monday through Friday, through most of the year. And if you like what you hear, give it a five-star review. And if you don't like what you hear, don't review it. But you feel free to send me an email. Maybe we'll be able to fix your issues with the podcast. Well, today we have the final preseason game of 2021. The next time we see the Jets on the field after tonight, they will be playing the Carolina Panthers in a game that counts for real. It's the Jets and the Eagles, the annual final preseason game between the two teams, 7.30 tonight at MetLife Stadium. It's going to be a unique game between the Jets and the Eagles, perhaps the beginning of... A new era in this preseason non-rivalry because it's typically the worst preseason game of the year. Jets and Eagles get together the final preseason game of every year. And usually if we get the starters for one series, it's a lot. But things are a bit different this year in the NFL. Only three preseason games instead of the typical four. And it's been kind of interesting to see how different teams have responded to this change You've seen all different types of approaches. Some teams haven't even put their prominent players on the field at all, whereas others are being a little bit more aggressive. You know, in the past, typically what you do, most teams at least, would be your first game, maybe your starters get a series or two. You extend them a little bit the second game. The third game, starters play into the third quarter, and the theory behind that is the quote-unquote dress rehearsal. It's the game that you would actually game plan for like it's a regular season game. And the reason the starters would play into the third quarter is that you'd give them the experience of warming up again after halftime, after the rest at halftime. And in the fourth game, maybe your starters play a series. Probably not, but maybe they get on the field for a series and then it's the backups. And it's actually not a bad use for the fourth game because after this game, you have to make some roster decisions. And the guys at the back of your roster are the ones who need playing time. Well, things might be a little bit different this year. Robert Salas said that the starters are going to play, but they're not going to play into the second half. So that means the way the Jets are approaching this is that they've given the starters playing time in all three preseason games, but there's no game you could really say is a quote-unquote dress rehearsal. And with this new format, 
it's going to be intriguing over the next few years. And I feel like eventually the teams in the NFL are going to come to some sort of consensus the way they did with the four preseason games. You know, by the by the time the four preseason games had taken effect after a while, there was pretty much a status quo across the league. Every team handled there were there were always a few exceptions here or there, but most teams handled things the same way. But now in this new world, teams are kind of experimenting. And a lot of it may come down to seeing what works and what doesn't. Anyway, we're going to talk about some of the things that I'm going to be watching for in this final preseason game between the Jets and the Eagles on today's show. And the first one's obvious. The first one's been the obvious one throughout the preseason. And it's, again, how Zach Wilson's going to fare. That first game against the Giants, the Jets really did not ask a whole lot from Wilson. They did not put a lot on his plate. And I'd argue there was a logic to that because... Your rookie's first preseason game, you want to maximize his odds for success. And the best way to do that is keep the game plan pretty simple, give him some pretty basic reads. And as much as anything, I feel like that's kind of about Zach Wilson's confidence because he goes out there and plays a poor game, the preseason opener, then there's going to be all sorts of media pressure on him. You're going to have the fans freaking out. You just don't want that. And listen, Wilson's got to be tough enough to get past that but you, you don't want to create obstacles unnecessarily then week two they open things up a little bit and Wilson looks really good that was I mean that was as good of a preseason game as you could have hoped for last week against Green Bay it wasn't just that he was completing his passes he was making some plays under pressure he was not panicking he was not playing for lack of a better phrase Sam Darnold football just putting the ball up for grabs he was sliding, he was moving within the pocket, he was breaking the pocket when he needed to, he wasn't afraid to make tight window throws. That was good. I don't want to overstate how important tonight is, because it's really not that important. The important stuff really begins week one against Carolina, and even then, that's his first game. I've seen plenty of quarterbacks fail in their first game and go on to have very successful careers. I've had seen plenty of quarterbacks succeed in their first game and maybe not be so great after that point. I mean, if you go back 12 years, Mark Sanchez looked great in that pre in the week one opener in the regular season against the Houston Texans. Aside from, he did throw a pick six in the second half, but he, he looked special that first game against Houston. So you don't want to overstate how important this is. It's, as I say frequently... I kind of view Zach Wilson's career like reading a long book. And we're in the, we're not, I'm not even sure we're in the opening chapter yet. We may be in like the forward section, but you'd rather see him play well than see him play poorly. You'd like to see him build on the things that went well against the Giants and especially the things that went well against Green Bay. You want to keep that excitement level going. You don't want to create panic prior to the first game in the regular season. It, look, if you do, it's not the end of the world. Zach Wilson should be able to recover if he's good enough to be the franchise quarterback for the Jets. But all eyes are going to be on Zach Wilson. That's just the way it's going to be this year. It's the way it's going to be as long as Zach Wilson's the quarterback of the New York Jets. And ahead here on the Locked On Jets podcast, we'll talk about some of the other things to watch in the preseason finale tonight between the Jets and the Philadelphia Eagles. Built Bar has so many delicious flavors. There's something for everybody. When you talk to a Built Bar fan, they're definitely passionate about their favorites. But if you don't know the Built Bar flavors, you're missing out. And you can get a mixed box where you get two each of all nine flavors. Not only are Built Bar flavors the best tasting, they're healthy too. So order today and get Grasshopper Cookie or Raspberry or all of them or whatever you want. 
Go to Built.com and use promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your order. Again, it's promo code LOCKED15. It's one word with no space. L-O-C-K-E-D, number one, number five, for 15% off at Built, B-U-I-L-T, dot com. This is the Locked On Jets podcast ahead of tonight's preseason finale between the New York Jets and the Philadelphia Eagles. The traditional final preseason game between the two teams, but with a bit of a twist because the Jets at least are going to play their starters, at least for part of the first half. Usually you don't see the starters, or if you do, you see them for only one series. So this game that is totally insignificant may have at least a little bit more significance tonight. And on today's show, I'm talking about the things that I'm looking for in this game. I talked in the first segment about Zach Wilson, who was one of the standout performers in week two of the preseason against Green Bay. There were a couple of other standout performers for the Jets, and these are guys in position battles, and I'm thinking mainly of Tyler Croft, who had a pair of touchdown catches, and Matt Amendola, who hit three field goals, including one from beyond 50 yards. And one thing I'm looking for in this game is whether these guys can build on those strong performances, because another game like that from Croft or another game like that from Amendola... That might lock up those position battles. You know, that could guarantee Croft as the starting tight end. And I think things are kind of heading in that direction anyway. But he can pretty much end any doubt, in my view, with a strong performance in this game. Now, Amendola, things are a little bit less clear. Because where I'm sitting from, Amendola is not necessarily competing against any other player currently on the roster. But there are going to be other options for the Jets once cutdown day comes because lots of teams have two kickers and kicker is one of those spots that's intriguing in the NFL because at most positions there are not enough good players to go around there are not 32 quality quarterbacks guys capable of playing effectively in the NFL there are not 64 quality receivers or I guess you could say 96 because Every team needs three receivers in this in today's league. There are not 64 quality edge rushers. There are, however, more than 32 people capable of kicking the ball effectively in the NFL. That means your job is always kind of on the line when you're a kicker in this league. It really does. Because, you know, you're maybe a couple bad games away from being cut and being replaced. It happens all the time. Guys in season get replaced. Guys who have been with teams forever get replaced. So there's pressure on Amendola. It's interesting. Chris Nagar had a rough first preseason game where he missed a kick from beyond 50 yards, and that pretty much cost him his spot on the team. A guy who's more experienced, a guy who's more seasoned at the kicker position, could afford to miss that. It's a tough kick. But somebody who is still trying to prove he belongs in the NFL really needs to have a strong preseason performance. He needs to do something special, something exceptional, because there are going to be alternatives there are going to be other options for the Jets once teams start cutting down because most teams are only going to keep one kicker maybe you'll get a team here or there that'll keep two kickers they may want one guy for field goals and one guy for kickoffs it does happen from time to time but most teams are just going to have one single place kicker so Amendola is competing against not necessarily somebody else on the roster right now but the rest of the league because there are some teams right now that have two guys capable of kicking effectively in the NFL and one of those guys is going to get cut and there'll be an option for the Jets and hopefully Joe Douglas will get him because for all the things I like about what Joe Douglas has done so far there are a couple things I don't like one of the things I don't like is that he has handled the kicker position horribly in his two years with the team absolutely dreadfully 
may have cost them the, the week one game two years ago when he brought in Corey Vedvik instead of somebody who could actually kick competently. So that's another thing to watch. And beyond that, I think the position battles, because this is the last chance to really assert yourself at one of these positions. And some of these positions are not necessarily going to have a clear-cut winner. Like, you know, I think we're going to go through the season, and running back's going to be kind of mix and match depending on the week. Not entirely. You know, I think I do think most weeks Michael Carter is probably going to be the guy as long as he stays healthy. But this, again, what I go, I go back to what I say with Croft and Amendola. If you make a mark like those guys did last week, it'll be the last thing in the coach's mind as they prepare for week one against the Carolina Panthers. And if you play poorly, you know, it's it, it, what's interesting about some of these position battles, when you look at tight end, when you look at running back, even when you look at corner, I could even argue edge rusher. There are some guys who conceivably could play themselves into a fairly prominent role with the Jets this season, or they could play themselves off the roster if they don't play effectively in these preseason games. So there's a lot on the line for, for these guys. And when I talk about position battles, I think you also have to include special teams. You know, when you're talking about the coverage teams, the gunners who run down the field in punt coverage, you're talking about return men, although... You know, the return game, I'm not sure the return game necessarily is being viewed as the end-all because Corey Ballantyne had a big kick return against the Packers in the second preseason game. And I'm thinking as I'm watching this, wow, maybe that's maybe that's a good thing for him. You know, he, maybe, that'll, maybe that's his spot to the roster and then he, then he gets cut. So, yeah, you can't read, I guess you can't read too much into this stuff. But there are lots and lots of position battles out there to be won. And this is the last real opportunity these guys on this Jets roster are going to have to go out there and win it. It is that time of year again, and all eyes are turning to football as teams are back on the gridiron to begin the new season. And as always, BetOnline is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. Get all the updated odds, props, and contests, including online's biggest half-million-dollar NFL Mega Contest and the world's largest $200,000 NFL Survivor Contest, open now at BetOnline. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 100% welcome bonus. Be sure to take advantage of the opening day super promo. Make a bet on the Thursday, September 9th season opener between the Super Bowl champion Buccaneers and the Dallas Cowboys. And if you lose, your wager will be refunded up to $25 for new customers when signing up and using promo code NFL100. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports, from football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait and take advantage of all the great offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Locked on Jets podcast on this Friday, ahead of the final preseason game of 2021, Jets and Eagles tonight at MetLife Stadium, talking about things to watch in this game. One of the things that's worth watching and is a staple of the preseason finale between the Jets and the Eagles is determining who's going to get those last couple roster spots. And for the Jets this year, there are a couple of positions where there are not many openings. You know, one guy who comes to mind is Vincent Smith at the wide receiver position, a position where the Jets have talent for once. It's great to have have talent at the wide receiver position. And Vincent Smith went out in the preseason opener against the Giants, made a big play on special teams. And maybe he can earn a spot because maybe you keep an extra wide receiver if the guy turns into an ace on special teams. But across the roster, there are going to be guys who have their last chance to either earn their spot or end up on the practice squad. Definitely something worth watching. 
Another thing to watch is how long the Eagles play their starters in this game because context does matter in these performances. As great as it was to see Zach Wilson go out there and dominate the Packers last week, I mean, look, he was doing it against backups, and I don't want to take that away from him because if Zach Wilson's going to be a great quarterback for the Jets, that's what you would expect. You'd expect him to go out there and play great against backups. But doing it against first-teamers is more impressive, and in context... As much as I don't want to read too much into Zach Wilson's performance, that's definitely something worth keeping an eye on. I was going to talk about the rookies a little bit, but it sounds like even though Elijah Moore and Elijah Vera Tucker are trending in the right direction, they're probably not going to play. That's that's the word from the Jets. You're probably not going to see either rookie. A little bit of a disappointment because you want to see these guys on the field. There's so much hype around these guys, especially Elijah Moore from how he looked early in training camp that it would be fun to actually see him out there in a game situation, but you can understand why not. And listen, them being ready for Carolina in a couple of weeks is much more important than them being out there in this preseason game. So, you know, you, you, you live with it. So, but I guess rookies kind of fall off the list. They were, they were, there were two guys I was going to talk about if they were playing, but word has kind of come out that they're probably not going to be on the field in this game. And after this game, we can finally look forward to the regular season. It feels like it's been a long time because last year the season was over for the Jets very early. I mean, as early as like week two, you could pretty much see they were heading for a miserable season. They played that horrible first game against the Buffalo Bills, and then they followed it up with an equally horrible performance against the 49ers. And you could tell from that point, it was just going to be a really long season. I mean, we were kind of looking to the draft. I mean, I think it was probably like after week two last year that I, I pretty much was started looking to the draft because I knew that this thing was pretty much over. You know, one week you can excuse. After the first week, there's always what's called overreaction week where people either panic when their team loses the first game or they get too excited if the team wins the first game. But after week two, you know, this season's, this season is already one-eighth over. That's the thing about the NFL. And it feels like we've waited almost a full calendar year to get ready for this season. And after tonight, we can finally focus on the Carolina Panthers and the opening game of the 2021 regular season. But we still have that preseason finale tonight. So hope you enjoy the game. Hope you have a great weekend. That's all for our show today. This has been the Locked On Jets podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. As always, if you enjoy this podcast, subscribe to it and leave it a good review. Have a great weekend, everybody. We'll be back on Monday to talk about what happened.